King Cyrus of Persia give us a key to understanding the future judgment of modern-day Babylon. We have had some extraordinary events happen in the news recently, and when they happened, I felt alarm bells going off in my spirit. I believe we are close to seeing a prophecy come to pass and be fulfilled concerning the end-of-day's judgment of modern-day Babylon. Who is the end-of-day's daughter Babylon nation? Is this nation related to the mystery Babylon woman described in Revelation 17 and 18? What events are happening in the news that indicate that her destruction is drawing near? What will happen to Yahweh's people when Babylon falls? How will Yahweh protect his people during this time? These are some of the questions we will look at in this teaching. Cyrus the Great was king over ancient Persia. Cyrus lived from 580 to 529 BC, and he was the first Achaemenid emperor. He founded Persia by uniting the two original Iranian tribes, the Medes and the Persians. Although he was known to be a great conqueror who at one point controlled one of the greatest empires ever seen, he is best remembered for his unprecedented tolerance and magnanimous attitude towards those he defeated. Upon his victory over the Medes, he founded a government for his new kingdom, incorporating both Median and Persian nobles as civilian officers. Persian forces caused the fall of ancient Babylon. In 539 BC, Persian forces invaded the wealthy, fertile empire and routed the Babylonian army to seize the strategic city of Opus on the Tigris River. A week later, the Persian army reached the walls of Babylon, the ancient world's largest city, and seized it without a fight. God chose Cyrus to take Babylon down. Why? It is written in Isaiah forty-eight, fourteen and 15. Have any of your idols ever told you this? Come, all of you, and listen. The Lord has chosen Cyrus as his ally. He will use him to put an end to the empire of Babylon and to destroy the Babylonian armies. I have said it. I am calling Cyrus. I will send him on this errand and will help him succeed. And that's in Isaiah 48, verses 14 and 15. So this is telling us that God called Cyrus to accomplish his purpose, to put an end to the empire of Babylon. What happened in history? Shortly after Babylon's fall, Cyrus liberated the Babylonian Jews who had been forced into captivity by Nebuchadnezzar after the destruction of the Temple of Jerusalem 50 years earlier. Released from their Babylonian exile, many returned to their spiritual home in Jerusalem. The book of Isaiah in the Old Testament extols Cyrus as being anointed by God to subdue nations before him and to strip kings of their armor. God chose Cyrus to take Babylon down. Why? So the Jews could return to Israel. There's a prophecy in Jeremiah chapter 25 verse 11 and 12, that prophesies that the Jews would be in captivity for 70 years, and after the 70 years were completed, 
that they would be released from captivity and be able to return home to the land of Israel. As it is written in Jeremiah 25, 11 and 12, this entire land will become a desolate wasteland. Israel and her neighboring lands will serve the king of Babylon for 70 years. Then, after the 70 years of captivity are over, I will punish the king of Babylon and his people for their sins, says the Lord. I will make the country of the Babylonians a wasteland forever. At Yahweh's direction, Babylon falls and Persia rises. In the book of Daniel, the fall of Babylon is described in Daniel chapter 5, verses 25 to 28, where it is written, This is the message that was written, Mene, Mene, Tekel, and Parson. This is what these words mean. Mene means numbered. God has numbered the days of your reign and brought it to an end. Tekel means weighed. You have been weighed on the balances and have not measured up. Parson means divided. Your kingdom has been divided and given to the Medes and Persians. At Yahweh's direction, Babylon falls and Persia rises. And so, continuing on in Daniel chapter 5, verses 30 and 31, it is written, That very night, Belshazzar, the Babylonian king, was killed, and Darius the Mede took over the kingdom at the age of 62. Now we want to review a very, very important principle to help us understand how this ancient history with King Cyrus applies to what's going on today. That principle is this. Biblical history is prophecy. It is written in Ecclesiastes 1, 9. That which has been is what will be. That which is done is what will be done. And there is nothing new under the sun. In other words, the events that happened historically to our spiritual forefathers literally happened. But these events are a prophetic blueprint and template for the end of day's last generation. What happened to our forefathers will happen to their spiritual descendants, especially those who are the last generation prior to the return of Yeshua. God's Judgment on Babylon In Isaiah chapter 47, verses 5 and 6, it is written, O beautiful Babylon, sit now in darkness and silence. Never again will you be known as the queen of kingdoms. For I was angry with my chosen people, and punished them by letting them fall into your hands. But you, Babylon, showed them no mercy. You oppressed even the elderly. In Isaiah chapter 47, verse 7, it is written, You said, I will reign forever as queen of the world. You did not reflect on your actions or think about their consequences. And in Revelation chapter 17, verses 1 to 6, speaking about the Babylon woman entity from this chapter, it is written, 
Then one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls came and talked with me, saying, Come, I will show you the judgment of the great harlot who sits on many waters, with whom the kings of the earth committed fornication, and the inhabitants of the earth were made drunk with the wine of her fornication. So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast, which was full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. The woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet, and adorned with gold and precious stones and pearls, having in her hand a golden cup full of abominations, and the filthiness of her fornication, and on her forehead a name was written. Mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots, and of the abominations of the earth. I saw the woman, drunk with the blood of the saints, and with the blood of the martyrs of Yeshua. And when I saw her, I marveled with great amazement. Revelation 17, 1-6 So here's a question. Is ancient Babylon modern-day USA? In Jeremiah chapter 50, verse 12, we read this, Your mother shall be sore confounded. She that bare you shall be ashamed. Behold, the hindermost of the nations shall be a wilderness, a dry land, and a desert. This is a clue to help us know and understand who is this end-of-days daughter of Babylon nation. Hindermost in Hebrew is aharit, and it means last youngest, newest, end. So we have the old world, including the Middle East and Europe, and we have the new world, and America, the United States, is pretty much the youngest nation. I believe that the U.S. is the daughter of Babylon nation that is spoken of here in Jeremiah chapter 50, verse 12. She has the characteristics of ancient Babylon, but is an end-time nation. Her judgment is described in detail in Isaiah, Jeremiah, and Revelation. The daughter of Babylon is described as being the glory of kingdoms, a military power, economically prosperous, a land of pleasures, surrounded by many waters, full of idolatry, wickedness, and witchcraft. She refuses to repent. She is completely destroyed during the tribulation period in the time of harvest. Prior to being completely destroyed, the house of Israel, that is the northern kingdom, and the house of Judah, that is the southern kingdom, who are living in the USA, return to the land of Israel. Babylon means confusing by mixing. There is a religious, political, and financial Babylonian system and Hasatan is the king of Babylon. In Isaiah chapter 47, verse 1, it is written, Come down, virgin daughter of Babylon, and sit in the dust, for your days of sitting on a throne have ended. O daughter of Babylon, never again will you be the lovely princess, tender and delicate. If you would like to learn more on this topic, the USA in Bible Prophecy, Go to hebroots.com forward slash Bible prophecy and listen to the teaching by Eddie Chumney, the USA in Bible prophecy.
Babylon is the queen of kingdoms. In Isaiah chapter 47, verse 8, it is written, Listen to this, you pleasure-loving kingdom, living at ease and feeling secure. You say, I am the only one and there is no other. I will never be a widow or lose my children. This is a prophecy about the end of days daughter of Babylon, that she says, I will never be a widow or lose my children. The same words are used again in Revelation, and we'll come to that in just a moment. Babylon will become a widow. In Isaiah chapter 47, verse 9, it is written, Well, both these things will come upon you in a moment, widowhood and the loss of your children. Yes, these calamities will come upon you despite all your witchcraft and magic. What sudden calamity will befall Babylon? In Isaiah chapter 47, verse 11, it is written, So disaster will overtake you, and you won't be able to charm it away. Calamity will fall upon you, and you won't be able to buy your way out. A catastrophe will strike you suddenly, one for which you are not prepared. So ancient Babylon is a shadow picture of the end of days Babylon. Let's just compare verses side by side. In Isaiah chapter 47, verses 7 and 8, it is written, You said, I will reign forever as queen of the world. You say, I am the only one, and there is no other. I will never be a widow or lose my children. And in Revelation chapter 18, verse 7, speaking of this mystery Babylon harlot, she glorified herself and lived in luxury, so match it now with torment and sorrow. She boasted in her heart, I am queen on my throne. I am no helpless widow, and I have no reason to mourn. Babylon uses sorceries and spells to deceive the nations. In Isaiah chapter 47, verse 12, Now use your magical charms. Use the spells you have worked out all these years. Maybe they will do you some good. Maybe they can make someone afraid of you. And in Revelation chapter 18, verse 23, The light of a lamp will never shine in you again. The happy voices of brides and grooms will never be heard in you again. For your merchants were the greatest in the world, and you deceived the nations with your sorceries. Now Babylon deceives the nations with her sorceries. That's from Revelation 18, verse 23. And when you look at that word sorceries, in the Greek, the word is pharmakia. And it means the use or administering of drugs, poisoning, sorcery, magical arts, often found in connection with idolatry and fostered by it. And so by her sorceries, the nations are deceived. What is the deception? We have been sold a bill of goods. We have been told by the CDC, by Anthony Fauci, and by our governmental leaders that the COVID jab is safe and effective. Is that true? The message is propagated through the propaganda machine. How does Babylon continue to deceive the nations with her sorceries and her propaganda? 
through the mainstream media and social media, through big tech, through censorship, the truth gets squashed. Truth tellers are deplatformed. What is the truth? Nearly one in six fully vaccinated for COVID American adults now suffer from serious health problems. This comes from pandemicnews.com dated August the 9th of 2022. Recently, John Zogby Strategies conducted a survey revealing that upwards of 15% of all American adults who got vaccinated for the Wuhan coronavirus, COVID-19, now suffer from at least one serious health condition. A new study, Nedjum study, confirms that COVID jabs destroy natural immunity. This comes from Pandemic News, dated September the 15th of 2022. Within the first few months following vaccination for COVID, a new study has found a person's immune system degrades to the point of developing negative immunity. The New England Journal of Medicine published the disturbing paper, which looked at 887,000 children aged 5 to 11 in North Carolina, 38.8% of whom received at least one dose of Pfizer's mRNA shot between November 1, 2021 and June 3, 2022. The scientists determined that the shots fail rather quickly post-injection and eventually eat away at immunity in a manner similar to AIDS. Hence why many now refer to post-injection immune degradation as vaccine-induced AIDS or Vades. Ancient Persia is modern-day Iran. You're now looking at two maps, and on the left is the map of the ancient Persian Empire, and on the right is the map of modern-day Iran. So as we read these prophecies about Persia and about the Medes, we can understand that it's in the future, going to be talking about Iran. Will Yahweh use modern-day Iran to take down modern-day Babylon? We know in history, he used ancient Persia to take down ancient Babylon. So the question is, will he use modern-day Iran to take down modern-day Babylon? A coalition of nations from the north will militarily attack the daughter of Babylon nation, as it is written in Jeremiah 51, verse 11. Sharpen the arrows, lift up the shields, for the Lord has inspired the king of the Medes to march against Babylon and destroy her. This is his vengeance against those who desecrated his temple. A coalition of nations from the north will militarily attack the daughter of Babylon nation, as it is written in Jeremiah chapter 51, verse 28. Bring against her the armies of the nations, led by the kings of the Medes, and all their captains and officers. Now here's where news is giving us an insight into this prophecy. I'm reading a news headline. Putin celebrates Iran joining the Asian Security Alliance, including China. 
This comes from msn.com from the news section. And here's what the news story says. Russian President Vladimir Putin celebrated Iran's entrance into the Shanghai Cooperation Organization, the SCO, a Central Asian security alliance that includes China as well. This is dated September the 16th of 2022. The Iranian foreign minister said they had signed a memorandum of obligations to join the alliance, which is holding a summit this week in Uzbekistan, according to Reuters. This coalition of nations from the north that will militarily attack the daughter of Babylon nation is spoken of in Jeremiah chapter 50, verse 9, where it is written, For I am raising up an army of great nations from the north. They will join forces to attack Babylon, and she will be captured. The enemy's arrows will go straight to the mark. They will not miss. And how is this playing out in our modern current events? Russia now has hypersonic missiles that can fly nine times the speed of sound. And there is no known countermeasures weapon that can take them down once they have been launched. Iran has recently joined this China-Russian alliance called the SCO. So the news headline coming from September the 15th of 2022, Iran signed a memorandum to join the Shanghai Cooperation Organization, the SCO, a grouping that includes Russia, China, and a number of Central Asian states that has grown in recent years as Turkey and now Iran and others have played a role. This means that a new group of rising industrial powers is seeking to work together without the West. This came from the JerusalemPost.com, dated September the 15th of 2022. Iran inches one step closer to Russia and China as the nuclear talks falter. This comes from CNN.com, dated September the 16th of 2022. Iran is set to formalize its relationship with the global East, inching one step closer to joining the Sino-Russian axis as its nuclear talks with global powers falter. The Islamic Republic signed a memorandum of obligations that will grant it full membership in the Shanghai Cooperation Organization the SCO, a climactic moment after a 15-year wait since it applied to join the Asian body, which also includes Russia and China. The Iranian president said on Friday that expanding the Asian organization could help defy Washington's unilateralism, adding that thwarting draconian U.S. sanctions required new solutions. So the SCO is China, Russia, and Iran's answer to NATO. When Persia conquered ancient Babylon, this ended the 70-year exile, and the Jews returned to Israel. Will modern-day Iran, Russia, and China, the Medes, attack modern-day Babylon? 
When this happens, will this end our exile in the nations? Time will tell. As it is written in Jeremiah chapter 50, verses 4 and 5. In those coming days, says the Lord, the people of Israel will return home together with the people of Judah. They will come weeping and seeking the Lord their God. They shall ask the way to Zion with their faces toward it, saying, Come, and let us join ourselves to the Lord in a perpetual covenant that will not be forgotten. Let us keep watching and praying as these current events unfold and as these prophecies are fulfilled. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah.